What's up, what's up, everyone? Welcome back. It is time to make up your mind with me. Mandy. And today's guest, I'm very, very excited. You guys may know him. I don't know. But his name is AJ Wolfie and he is from Top Notch Gang. Say what's yeah, up, AJ. Top Notch Gang, Top Notch Gang. Hey. Boy, you know. It's AJ Wolfie. What's up? How you doing, Mandy? I'm doing amazing. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good, actually. Uh, I just finished filming something, so... Uh... Uh, I mean, that's not a surprise. You guys are so busy right, all the we time. Film, we film every single day, like back to back to back. I mean, it's great. Like, this is what we asked for. This is what we want. And um, this is what we're passionate about. So, uh, but it's not, it's not easy. Yeah, it's definitely not, not. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it like that saying. But um, I just want to get to know you a little bit better. So could you just tell our listeners and followers and fans where you're from, how you got to LA, how you started with like the whole prank video? I really just want to know how it came about. Okay. Well, I mean, I came from Bakersfield. A lot of people don't know that I'm from Bakersfield, actually. I know where that's at. You know where Bakersfield I'm is? I'm from the IE. I'm from 909. You're from the IE? Okay, yep. cool. A lot of people don't know where Bakersfield is. It's like- There's nothing. Yeah. There's it's nothing. dirt. <laughs> yeah, and I just came out here, you know, like I really wanted to just uh, shake and move and get to LA and, and figure out what I wanted to do. Um, I just kind of, you know, first I became the plug. You know, I just started, you know, doing what I did, um, you know, selling, selling weed here and there. Uh, yeah, I actually whatever have some, you can do, right? Yeah, yeah, whatever I do. I, I like, I mean, I'm pretty much the plug. I'm still a plug to this day. If you want some, like, I actually have some. <laughs> okay. Do you want some weed? <laughs> Not right now. No. Not right now. Not right but, now. You know, talk after. But I, I just don't know what I'm supposed to do with this, though. You know, like. <laughs> oh my god. No, just say, uh, you sure you don't want any, or like, wait, like, no weed for you? No. It's dill weed. <laughs> I mean, it's top shelf. I'm saying it's top shelf. It's, 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 you know? You guys want some catnip? <laughs> no, actually, what's funny, I went and um, me and, uh, I love it, I love me, and it. me and my partner, Tufik, um, he's actually, uh, he's been with the group for a while. He's my camera right now. It's my boy, Tufik. We went to uh, uh, Santa Monica and we just did a, a prank on uh, oh prank on a few people out there. Selling that must have been you know? hilarious. When does <laughs> Actually, that one come out? When does that episode come out? It's coming out on uh, Saturday. Okay, Saturday. It's coming out this Saturday. And I got, I got a cop. I was going to say, you got me right cut. now. I was like, AJ, what you, I was like, AJ, what you doing? Did you see my face? Because he was like dead. He did not even blink. Okay. That's no, what's scary. funny. What's funny. I went to Santa Monica and um, actually Tufik dared me. He was like, yo, you got to, you got to, I, I dare you to sell weed to a cop. And I was like, bro, what? And I was like, okay, like, how am I going to do this? I go to the store and I pick up deal weed. Okay. That's where I okay. go, you know, like. Or oregano. Like, okay. Oregano. I know, oregano. I'm like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. The way to do this is I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to go to the store, I'm going to get some oregano, and I'm going to do it. So I did it, and um, it got pretty crazy. Okay. It got pretty crazy. Okay. I don't want to say too much, we can't. We can't. It, com it comes out Saturday, so watch that. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I don't really sell drugs. I love it. <laughs> I, I love sell, it. He I caught sell. me. I was like, AJ, we'll talk later, Just, just so you know, <laughs> I don't really sell drugs. But yeah, no. Um, No, but for sure. I came out here from Bakersfield. That part is What true. year? Uh, 2015. Okay. And in Bakersfield, like, did you know that you always wanted to be in L.A.? I always felt like I wanted to be someone and I knew that where I was, I wasn't going to be able to get anywhere with right. what I wanted to do. And I knew that I needed to go to L.A. at some point in my life. So as soon as I was kind of able to, I came like honestly, like I was in college. I was in my first year of college and uh, I just like I would make music every day. I produce music. I've been producing music since I was 16 years old. Like I I've been producing music for a very long time. So um, I've known that I've been passionate about being an artist and creating, creating. content, yes. like, you know, and I started with that, like, and I, you know, when you're passionate about something, when you do it for hours and you feel like only seconds like have passed, like, like no exactly. time. Exactly. Right? Like, yeah. So I, that's what I had with music and I still have that to this day. Um, and I have music coming soon, but, uh, yeah. So I, I, 
Huh? Yeah, stay right. Tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. I have music. <laughs> but um, I came. I came to LA just in the pursuit of um, becoming a better artist, a content creator, and you know, I ended up meeting uh, my partner Opto uh, in the mall. Actually, like uh, a lot of people hit us up about this, but describing people in the hood, part one. That's like the scene where he. I want to see it. I want to see that. It's called describing people in the hood, part one. Is a scene where he pranked me, and that's actually literally the the moment that we met. Like, it was meant to be. It was, so it was, I, a, it was a romance. It's story. funny because I, I go to that video to this day. I look at the comments, and people are like, "That's Wolfie. That's Wolfie. That's Wolfie." I'm like, "Okay, guys, like that's how we met." Like everyone's asking, "Like how is Wolfie in this? How is Wolfie?" That is you know? so. But that's funny. it's really authentic. I mean, and that's what I love about our channels that is it's authentic and it's real and it's a part of our our lives. And we just want to share that with you guys. And it's like I look back on the channel and um. It's kind of like looking at like all of our historic moments, like just as friends, like it's behind memories. the scenes. Yeah, memories, like what we're able to put out to show you guys, but also behind the scenes. Like when I go back and I see videos like um, like just punched, jumped, uh, a bunch of videos that we've done in the past years. I think about what it took to make those videos. To what make did it take content. to make those videos? Can you share some of that with us? Okay, so I mean, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of behind the scenes work. I mean, it's hours, it's days, um, you know, going up to people. Like the finished product is, is I feel like, we try to make it as seamless as possible, as, as entertaining as possible for you guys to just watch. But actually filming it takes a lot of work. And then not even counting the editing. Yeah. Hours oh, of editing. Yeah. Uh, whatever yeah. like takes us to film, say it takes a couple days to, to film, it takes us a while to edit. We've gotten we've gotten better editing now, sure. honestly, like um, than we were back before. But um, editing is a, is a long process. And again, you have to be passionate about it. We're passionate about filming. We're passionate about our content. And we, we're passionate about editing, too. You well, know? That's what it's all about. And everything. Yeah, it all comes from us. The music is produced by myself. Um, you know, the, all the content is shot, edited by us. It must feel we, so good to, to, like, know that it's all you. Do yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. then when 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 it takes off, then you feel more so much more appreciative. Right. And right. I want to backpedal a second. So yeah, I, yeah. I really loved what you said about how you said you knew that, like, you wanted to be someone or you were someone and a creative, what have you. But you knew you couldn't do it in Bakersfield. Yeah. I think the number one advice that I would give to everybody if they want to be an entrepreneur, creative, what have you, or go after their dreams, you have to leave your hometown. You have to, yeah. because you're so comfortable. You have to be uncomfortable yeah. all the time, I feel like. I feel like we should never be comfortable. I don't feel yeah. like anybody. No, really, because then you get then you get stagnant and complacent. Absolutely. You need to grow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so your childhood, did you have did you have a good childhood? Do you have siblings? Are you close with your family? I do have a little sister. She's uh, 16. What's her name? Uh, Aaliyah. Shout out Aaliyah. Shout out to Aaliyah. <laughs> I love her so much. Um, she She's really good at sports. Okay. Really good at sports. Amazing. Whatever she plays, she's A1 athlete. She actually has scholarships going to college already. Yeah, and uh, she's she's doing her thing. She wants to go to the Olympics. She's Aww. you know yeah, but um she's also obviously from Bakersfield. But I actually had kind of a kind of a split background uh, as far as my childhood. Like my mother and my father, they weren't together. They they uh you know they they broke up when I was about one. So I don't remember when they split. But my right. dad lives on the East Coast. He lives in North Carolina. My okay. mother lives in California. So I would go and visit my dad in the summer and uh, actually spend a few years like school years with him too. And it's completely different for anybody that knows. That's been to California, and then that's also been to the East Coast, like North Carolina. They know it's completely different. So, um, you know, growing in and learning from kids on the West Coast and learning from kids on the East Coast, it really affected my personality, per se. Like, uh, Did you have a hard see, time in school? I mean, I did. I did. But, like, um, I don't know. I feel like that's just a part of who I am, like who I was when I was a kid trying to learn to figure out what I wanted to be and what I wanted to do. Because there's a lot of kids out there that struggle with, with, with who they are because... 
like a kid's job is to listen, but sometimes adults aren't always right, specifically when it comes to a kid and what they really want and who they're going to become. You know, I feel like adults are, are very, um, metic- I mean, it's like they, they want their kids to grow up to be great. Everybody wants their kids to grow Absolutely. up to be great, but at the same time, they need to be able to grow to understand who they are too. Cause like my mother, for example, she went to college for like 10 plus years, right? Went to the army, went to college for 10 plus years. She has a two master's degrees. She's going back to get her PhD. She loves school. She gets straight A's. Okay, that's just not a part of my personality. Yeah. And I just wish that so I, it you, was. So like, did, so did it she, would be easier for me, but... So did she put pressure on you to do to go that route? Yeah, yeah. Just like, I mean, as much pressure as parents usually do, like, because she wants me to succeed. And she knows that how the system works is that you go to school, you go to college, you get good grades, you get a good job, you get good money. Like, that's how the system works. That's how that's it works That's what society tells us. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, you know, that's, the, yeah. you know, that's, that's, what, and that's what she did and that's what she wanted. And that's what, you know, she was able to do what she was passionate about from doing that. Like, she Amazing. became a social worker and she loves to, she loves what she does. And um, just going to school and learning how to do certain things and nothing really fulfilled me the way that, um, I mean, for example, my music did when I learned how to do music. I mean, like I've, I've been working on music since I was 11. Years I was old. just going to ask you how old Like you were. I was 11. Like my older cousins, like they were 16, 17 at the time. I was like 11. Like this is like 2000 and I don't know, bro. Like, but um, they used to work on music with FL Studios and I used to uh, be like a little kid and then watch them and then go on their little computer and try to make little patterns at 11, 12 years old. And when I was 16, I had my first laptop. So that's when I put the program on there. And then I started doing it myself. I actually produced, like, it was my second production. I promised to God, my second production um, that I put on YouTube mm-hmm. when I was 16 years old. Mm-hmm. By the time I was 18 years old, like two years later, um, and this time I was in North Carolina. When I moved back to California when I was 18, um, there was a cat that hit me up out in, me- uh, out in um, Philadelphia, right? And he was like, yo, I heard your, your beat on YouTube. I'm going to be on BET. I'm going to be on 106 in part Wild Out Wednesday and I'm wow. going to use your music. And I didn't know that he was like serious at first. I thought I was like, he was just capping. So it was like an email. Yeah. It was an email, you know? So right. I went back and I was like, look, if you go on uh, BET, you know, shout me out or whatever. Like, you know, not really paying too much attention to it. But yeah, you can use the beat. Three days later, he's I like go to my TV and I rewinded it because I know I um I recorded that of course just that, in case. that episode just in case <laughs> I was coming home from track practice. I remember this day and I and I watched it and it was my beat. I heard it was like AJ because at the time my producer name was AJ Three K Beats and okay. I was like AJ Three K hop on it on the TV and no I started jumping way. up and down. Swear to God, I was like in static and I was in Bakersfield at this time. I just turned eighteen. I just graduated. That's such high a big school. deal. It's a huge deal and it's a beat that I made when I was sixteen. On my, my and it dad's didn't laptop. Until two years later. Two years later, the guy hit me up, and now, like in that situation, for example, necessarily didn't necessarily go anywhere for me when it comes to the music or anything. But it really taught me that if I worked hard enough, that people people will pay attention, people will notice. Like I can I can Work be something ethic or be somewhere. Always pays off. Over. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. We, uh, like and uh, he won by the way. It's a wild on Wednesday competition. He went on three times and he won. Like it was hosted by Bow or whatever. But like it was that was when like it, it was the first thing that I saw myself being like, wow, I could really be like someone pat on the song. back, like you're in the right direction. Yeah, like I'm going in the right direction, and like you know that could have ended up being nothing because you know nothing happened for me after that as far as that situation. But it just really taught me to keep going. You Correct. know, uh, a year later I moved to Los Angeles and I started doing. Uh, I really started doing business. Like I was doing my music on the side, but I started doing business just to make what kind connections, of business? networks. Well, um, <laughs> okay, I have some stuff that's still no in deal with it. No, deal with it. no deal with it. No deal with it. No deal with it. No drugs, I promise. Okay, so I came out to Los Angeles and I actually had an app idea. Okay. I had an app idea and I was working with um, 
uh, I was working with some people. I was working with a guy named Ray Barra, and he had a media network, and he used to host uh, Business Expos mm-hmm. featuring entrepreneurs from the show Shark Tank. Cool. So oh, he, cool, would be cool, on, yeah. he would be on stage hosting panel presentations featuring entrepreneurs from the show that got deals. And so I met this guy at my job at the time. I was working at the corner bakery, right, by the Northridge Mall. And that's where me and I met. But Hold up. Yeah, that's yeah. why L.A. is such a great place because the opportunities. Yeah, that's why I came out. I came yeah. out here. To, I was literally, okay, I was working at the corner bakery, right? I was busting tables. Yeah. And uh, they were just having a business meeting. And I was like, what, 19, 20 at the listening. time? Yeah. Right, listening. And I was like, wow, I'm very passionate about business. I had ideas, tons of ideas in my head. I just didn't know who to tell, who to share right. with. I didn't know anyone when I came out here. I don't, like, you know. So I was just busting tables and I go up to them and I say, hey, are you guys talking about business? Like, just like that. And they was like, they looked at each other and they looked at me and they said, what do you got? <laughs> and I was like, I, just, I literally, I literally. You were like, I, um, here you go, buddy. No, I put down my, my stuff and I sat down. And I was like, okay, get this. Okay, this is what I got, I right? Know. And I started pitching them some stuff that I had in my head. And, um, you know, he was like, you know what? Stay right here. I want you to meet this guy. And uh, his name's Ray Barra. It's a friend of mine, blah, blah, blah. We're actually here to meet him. Thank you, Ray. Thank you, Ray. So he comes uh, <laughs> He comes like 10 minutes later. And he's like, um, what do you got, right? I told him the same exact thing, pitch him the idea. Then he ends up inviting me to his event that he hosted. Okay. I, I didn't know who he was at the time, obviously. But but um, he was like, um, yeah, come to this event. Uh, I'm having entrepreneurs from Shark Tank there. Just come and learn. I was like, cool. So I Ubered all the way there uh, when it happened. Um, you know, And I feel like he was just... He was surprised that I came because I was the youngest one there. Everybody that was there in the audience was, you know, older, had businesses or whatever. I was just a, a kid that was eager to learn and it's to amazing. understand, you know. And so he allowed me at the end of the panel presentation to ask a question to the entrepreneurs. He gave me the mic and asked a question. Like five people from the crowd, he picked me as one. So I was like, okay, this is my chance. So I yeah, asked yeah, like yeah, a yeah. super dope question. I don't remember what the question was, but it was more <laughs> so like uh, I made, I wanted to make the entrepreneur really reflect. And I wanted to ask a question that may be... Um, like may maybe like uh, something that everybody can can relate to, okay. and everybody in the crowd can relate to, so that you know he would be impressed with with the question, so that maybe he can uh, right. uh, invite me to the next event. So exactly. I asked a good question, he invited me to the next event, and we started going like that. Probably by the third event, he was like, you know what? Listen, I love your energy. I want to bring you on as my uh, as my protege, right? I want to mentor you. Is That's what he amazing. said. So um, I ended up developing this app idea. And so uh, with that, it gave me a lot of steam and what he was doing. And he ended up giving me an opportunity to hold interviews for the Shark Tank Entrepreneurs, be a part of the wow. presentation, be on the stage. Yeah. And to like, that was the first time that I was really on camera. That was like, And okay. this is all from working at the corner bakery. Yeah. But like, like I was you know like, what I mean? And yeah. like taking that opportunity. Yep. yep. It's, and, ob- and people, it's like you got to just go for it mm-hmm. because f- fear is what holds back success. Yeah. That is what holds back success. Yeah. And when I, but when I did it, I didn't think about it like, oh, this is my, this is my chance. It was just like, I was so passionate about it. I really wanted the, the, their opinion on what I, what I, what I like, uh, my ideas. Yeah. So, and that, but that led to, you know, me being able to be on camera. He was like, yo, if you can, if you can maybe get a production over here, camera guy and like an assistant or whatever, uh, I'll let you do the interviews before and after the events. I'll let you do it. I was like, okay. So I hit up some, some guys that I knew um, from where I was and, you know, I got busy with it and we did that for a few years. Um, And while I was doing that, that's when I met Opto in the mall. And actually where we were in the mall, where we were at a kiosk. And at the time I was managing the kiosk. Right. Like uh, I was working at the corner bakery at the time. But a year later, I kind of moved to the mall area, which the corner bakery and the mall are in the same parking lot. It's just I moved over to there because there's something about that mall, honey, that gives you some good luck. Which mall? The Norfolk Mall. Oh, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, the Norfolk Mall. Yeah, I was I was there between 2015 to like 2017. um, I was in the parking lot 
like that parking lot I was in, like the corner bakery. Uh-huh. Uh, I worked at CPK and I worked in the mall. Okay, mm-hmm. now the mall specifically, I went over there because I knew that based off my personality and who I was, I needed to get into sales, commission sales, because working hourly wasn't my thing for tips. Because like I yeah. would, I would even when I was at the corner bakery, I would try to get the system on my side, as in like get more tips. Yes, like yes. by like you know. Um, I know who went to CSUN, you know, I know these people here because my brother went to CSUN. So when students come in, like maybe I sleep them, I sleep them like a cookie or something, you know, they hook me up with a, with a tip. And then on top of that, you know, I, you know, uh, maybe they'll, they'll give me the information. When you just have like a business to, mind mentality yeah, by nature. Yeah. I used to live right next to CSUN at this time. So I would go and network with the college community because that's like, I really wanted to go to college. Honestly, I really did, but I just couldn't, like I couldn't, like I, I didn't have the, 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 the driving motivation to just do the work to get the degree that I wanted because I didn't want it, the job to go with the degree. I didn't want that. I wanted to create content in some way. I just didn't know how. Yeah. I just didn't know how. And like uh, all my energy, it just kind of, I focused it on sales and talking to people because I felt like I had a, a knack for it. I felt like I had a, a gift for talking to people. Like, so when I first started out in LA, um, I went from the corner bakery to working for a kiosk. And then when I learned how I could just get a job by working at a kiosk and make commission and hourly, and I could do all the sales. Like I, I did more sales than anybody else around me just because um, you were hungry. I was hungry. I was hungry. hungry. I was starving. And, the, you know, the owner knows that three months into it, I become the manager three months into working that's for a amazing. kiosk. But it's easy. It's like it's like uh, and I recommend this. Anybody that needs a job and, you know, society is not the same right now because <laughs> everything. But like if you need a job, go to the mall. Tell me because it's very easy to the mall because the businesses, the spe- specifically the kiosks and like a lot of the businesses are, are, are just, you know, they're owned, they're family owned. They're right then and there. The person that you're talking to either owns the kiosk or, or is working very closely with the person that owns it. So if you need a job, it's interpersonal, right? There. And they then like work you, your way hiding. up. Yeah. And then you'll work. Your, it's just dependent on a person rather than a whole company. It's like you have right. to work a certain amount of hours. You have to work. as a No, like I'm going to go get this hourly, get this commission. I'm going to make double. I made double what I was making at the, at the corner bakery at the time. And uh, we're just working, doing sales at the mall. I was doing a cologne. I was selling shoe cleaner. I was selling UFC gym memberships. I was selling hoverboards. I was selling um, uh, 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 phone, like uh, phone cases. repair, phone cases, phone yeah. repair. Uh, I Did worked you do for any Verizon. shoe shine? Yeah, yeah. I worked for shoe cleaner. I promise. <laughs> nice, I worked for uh, nice. Refresh. I worked for Shoe Magic. I worked for, uh, uh, I've worked for like pretty much every mall, every job in the mall between 2015 to like 2018. So right? three years, you just killed it. Yeah, and but like what I did, I loved it because it was very easy for me to sell because I could just pull you over and I could sell you on something real quick. Like I could sell, like I could sell anything. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like yes. that's just a part of my personality. My favorite movie is The Wolf of Wall Street. Like, I love and that that's movie. kind of like what inspired my name. Wolfie. Wolfie. Yeah, because like you know, I started like actually uh my uh my team when I started managing the kiosk, I started hiring, firing, training people, and I you know I love to do to to do that. I love to train people. I love to do uh, the business thing. It's my passion. Um, besides the content, but um, they started calling me Wolfie because I was young and I was hungry, and it was based off the movie. So that's, that's how awesome. my name came from. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was at that kiosk when we met, and that was the kiosk that I managed, and I was actually training those people at the time. I wasn't even supposed to be there. And Abdul has told me this story many times from his perspective that he saw my red shoes, right? And that's what like uh, gained his attention. I I wore like I wore I love red shoes. I wore red shoes like every day at that time, but um. He said he saw me he circled back and saw me like three, four, five different times before he decided like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this guy. You know, maybe I get a good reaction. And so he did, and um, you know, I ended up hitting him up after I saw the video. It was actually my little sister who told me about the video. I didn't even see it. My little sister saw it and she sent it to me, and I said, oh, this is the guy. He actually hit, he told me to hit him up 
So I was like, I might as well hit him up see if he needs anything. So he comes over to my house. And at the time I was living in Calabasas. This is 2018. This is 2017. Okay. Um, over the summer. Okay. That's when we that's when we met. That's mm-hmm. uh, the day that we met. It was like uh, July or June 2017. And uh, he comes over to my house. And at the time I was living in Calabasas. I was renting out a room uh, with a guy that was a producer, a friend of mine. We lived in the Hidden Hills. It was really nice. But he came I know, over. I like Calabasas. That's fancy. Yeah. No, it was, Hidden, it was Hidden Hills. It was nice, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Day, like when we met. Like, so he, he rose up. And um, he's like, what's good? How you doing? I was like, yo, I'm like, it's nice to meet you, bro. It's nice to like, kick it with you, you know, because this is the first time that we got to kick it since we uh, saw each other, yeah. like since we met. And I took him to my room. I showed him, you know, some beats um, and he really liked them. He was like, yo, man, these beats are sick. You got to make beats uh, like, you know, for me, for the channel. Like, you know, like I'm really want to blow this channel up, you know, and at the time he had 12, 12,000 subscribers. Like, and when he posted the video describing people in the hood, like that was really the first video that went viral right. on the channel like that so it was growing it was growing he was like you know what I, i'm gonna start making money i need to monetize so i need original music can you can you do that and i was like yeah do that so i i came on the team as a producer but literally like that next week two weeks after uh he he invited me out to film with him for describing people in hood part two and that's still on the internet um describing people in part two i have like a red jacket on but that was the the first video that we did together and he really liked my energy and since then we've been we've been partners and that was 2017 so we're we're running strong. We have a lot of stuff coming this year. A lot of stuff. What are you able uh, to tell future. us about that you have coming up that you could share to give a little sneak peek to the um well fans. merch for one merch we have merch coming. This, dun, is, dun, uh, dun, dun, dun. this is this is one of our ladies. This is one of our ladies. I want uh, one. I want to get one. You want one? Yeah. We'll send you some. We'll yes. send you some stuff. For yes, sure. I want. 100%, I, will, man, I, will, I will totally support that. Please, please. Uh, um, but wanna... we we have a lot of stuff. A lot of merch coming. A lot of designs. All of our, our designs are just us independent. Um, we have a great team behind it. They've worked with some very, very, you know, popular guys. I don't want to say too many names, right, but they're clients out there, but, yeah. but they're a really good team. And so, um, yeah, so please, you guys, well, congratulations. That. yeah, because you know, YouTube, YouTube is great. We love YouTube. We've, we've been able to build this platform on YouTube, Facebook, um, you know, and we really want to engage with our fans more. We go outside and, you know, people like we're blessed enough to, I'm blessed enough to say that a lot of our fans that see us, they really, they really, you know, they come up to us and they show us They're love. And I really love that energy. I love it, you know, because it's because we give them, you know, like our, our genuineness. We give them, you know, our hearts. We we bleed. Like if you watch these videos, like we sweat, bleed. I want to like, ask you. We really do that. What does top notch mean to you? Okay, well, I'm like, gonna be honest. I know. I want you to be honest. Like this is all about honesty. Like I want, I want to know what top notch means to you. Top notch, honestly, I would say. It's everything. It's everything to me. Top notch is everything to me. It's something that we've built and we've worked on for a very long time. And it's taken more from from like as far as energy and time and effort. And it's taken just the most amount of all of us to just get to this point. And um, and I think that everybody on our team, Opto, Tufik, would answer it the same way. It means everything to us. And um, just the fans and the love means so much to us. And we want to engage you guys and we want to give back. You know, if you've noticed in our content, a lot of our more recent content, we're giving back. I love that. Um, I absolutely you know, love that. Honestly. Yeah. And we're getting a lot of positivity back from it. We love we love that, too, because that's a great direction to go in. Um, you know, people want to see it, but it makes us feel good as well, because like this is how we actually are. Like we actually do that. But it's like, OK. And people also want to see it. And that's great. So we want to put that out there. Um, but of course, we're going to be doing our crazy stuff because that's what we're, we're <laughs> known for. Top notch. Top notch is, you know, um, and it's it's funny really like i think about this like from my perspective what top notch is versus the perspective that other people see us like the fans or like just people that watch our videos um i really take into account how they view us and i want to maximize on that 
on Wolfie, on my character, on who I am. Your uh, brand, you guys are like a brand. On our brand, Literally. on Top Notch. And even yes. separately, you're a brand. Yes, I feel. Yes. yes, and like, I mean. Like, just so you know, the fans asked for you. Like, my, like, they, they came, they saw Optos, because Optos was obviously episode number one. Yeah. And then, like, everybody was just so intrigued with, like, his backstory. Mm-hmm. And then I even sent him the screenshot, and I'm like, they're asking for Wolfie. Like, oh, we yeah. gotta get Wolfie in. Yeah. And he's like, Thank all right, cool. So I'm just, like, really happy Thank that you're here. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate so, that. It makes me feel yeah. really, really good that, you know, that there are people out there that want to know my perspective, you know, as well, um, because we're both growing. We're And you're young. Birds. How old are you? I'm 26. I'm you 26. are, it's, it's inspirational. Honestly, you. you're very inspiring and you're very hardworking and you deserve all the success that you've gotten. You. But I want to ask you a hard question. What's up? Ask me some questions. <laughs> what have you had to sacrifice in okay. these past years to make top-notch gang successful? Because I know that you still want to grow. Obviously, everybody wants to get bigger and you guys will. But what have you had to sacrifice in this time? Like one of the most, something that was really hard for you to sacrifice, but you knew you had to do it. Um... Because in business, honey, we gotta sacrifice. Man, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll be honest, like, like, I've had to sacrifice so much to get to where to get to where we are. We've all had to sacrifice a lot, but me specifically, me Please, personally, yeah. I've had to sacrifice so much. Like just because like uh when we first met, me and Opto first met, I was in like a big house in Calabasas at that time. And, you know, I was working forty hours a week on my on my kiosk. I was managing two kiosks at the time. I had two teams. Um, and a lot of the content in the beginning, I was like on and off it because I had to work so much and, uh, and you know, the, but working paid the bills, you know, yeah. uh, YouTube didn't pay any bills for, for anybody at the beginning, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, but yeah. like, I understood that I really had to, to step up and be more into the content and, and, um, you know, feed my creativity as well. And I had to make a choice. Like I had to cut my hours and do more videos so that in the future, hopefully in the future, you know, we'll prosper from that. And if I don't take this chance. It'll never happen again. Or I just stay comfortable, like we spoke about earlier. Being comfortable is bad, right? I, I can stay comfortable in my house in Hidden Hills, Calabasas, or just, just yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in Kiosk Mall. I got my team. Yeah. You know, if I don't want to show up to work, I tell somebody yeah. else to do it. I hire fire who I want. I'm the boss. You know, but like I had to sacrifice that in order to 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 do a lot of the filming, um, just off of the location, like. Opto was based in Glendale and I was in Calabasas and a lot of filming was done in either in Glendale or in Los Angeles. Sometimes we would do it in Woodland Hills, but most of the time it was somewhere in that Los Angeles area. I wasn't able to work in Dubo. So I had to like, I basically quit, you know, I quit my job, um, you know, and I had to sacrifice, like I had to downgrade um, at some point, like I was just crashing on couches, you know, to, to, uh, this is the type of stuff I want to hear. Yeah, 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 you know, like, <laughs> like I had to crash. Struggle, I had to crash. Honey, let's talk about I had to crash. I had to crash on couches sometimes. And like, you know, it gets dirty to where sometimes, you know, I'd have to even sleep in my car you yeah. know, in the beginning. And I'm saying like 2018, like after I'm already in a mansion and like yeah. I've done the shark tank thing and like have, you know, app trying to get investors for this and then doing that. Like, but now I'm focused hundred percent on building this channel that we're not even, you know, at 50K, 40K, 30, you know, but I have to make that that choice. And realistically, like, no one's really, like, not a lot of people are going to make that choice. So you know? I feel so. like that's very true. So I feel like you saw the end game before it happened. So what- I prayed for it. I okay. hoped for it because, like, we all believed in it from the beginning, right? And you can't do this if that's you don't believe. That's all that believe. matters. Yeah, we believed in it from the beginning. We saw it from the beginning. We still have a ways to go. We still see more to come. But um, it was definitely, like, you could see something, but you also have to deal with the reality of what's happening today as well, you know? And it's not like I went from struggling and what I was doing to struggling on YouTube. I went from being successful with what I'm doing to struggling on choosing YouTube. Choosing to take a step yeah, back. Yeah, choosing. Like, what was not everybody, you know, it's like, 
I hear stories about some people, like people ask me for advice, like close friends or whatever. They'll say, like, you know, I live with my parents. You know, what do I do? This and that. I don't want to move out. I don't want to do this. But they don't really have the courage for it. Not everybody is going to do that. Everybody can do that. Not That's not always right for you. You know, It but does take you, courage. Yeah, it takes courage. But if you know that that's the only way that you're going to get from step A to step B is to do that and to, uh, you know, leave a comfortable situation, you got to do it. I left. You I, have to I, live, I, eat, and breathe that. Yeah. I moved out of my, I moved out of my mom's house and ended up. You know, I was struggling for a little bit, but I ended up in, in basically in a mansion. Yeah. And then I moved out of my mansion to focus to on to, to a couch to, to, do, to do YouTube. <laughs> exactly. Because like I just we weren't making the money yet. Yeah. You know, and um, it took a lot. It took a lot of struggle to, to get to where we are. And, um, you know, we're really hoping. Well, we're really hoping. Yeah, we're really hoping this year that. Uh, a lot you have of the faith. That we have, Let's say faith. Yeah, we have faith. A lot of we don't the, like we the have, word hope. We have, yeah, I have faith. Because, it, because that is lacking. That comes from a place of lacking. Faith yeah. is you already know it's going to happen. It just hasn't happened yet. Yeah, that's the word, faith. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of faith in uh, well, the projects that we have going. I don't want to say hope because we have projects in the works. It's not like, oh, thinking about doing this, thinking about doing No, we have projects in the works. I just have faith that the, the fans will, will gravitate to it and it'll take off. You know, um, It's just really about getting the right team and the infrastructure together, which we've done. And so now we're, now we're, uh, you know, we're headed to it. What advice would you, um, would you give someone who, who, who wants to do something, but doesn't have the courage to do it? Like, like say, say somebody right now is like, Hey, like, I really want to do this, but I'm scared. What would you tell them? How would you get them through that? Well, I know you're not like a therapist or a counselor. I'm just saying. You're you're (laughs) pertaining to, you're pertaining to like, uh, them wanting to achieve something, right? Yes. Okay. So like. There's, there's nothing, like, what's the worst that can happen? Like, it's just like uh, when you're trying to, like, I don't know, like, guys, some guys have issue talking to girls, for example. Like, what's the worst that can happen if you talk to a girl? She says no. Like, pretty she says no, you know? But, like, at the end of the day, if you talk to 100 girls. Finally, somebody's going to say one, yes. You know what I'm saying? So it's more about your persistence, and it's about your energy. I feel like, you know, the universe brings to you what you put back and put, put out into the universe. And if you have great energy, then great energy is going to gravitate towards you. And I feel like sometimes it's really just that simple. If you energy have, goes where your focus flows. Yeah. yeah. Energy flows you have, where your focus Yeah, I was right. Goes. I was right. I was right. Energy, <laughs> energy goes where your focus, yeah, right. Everything is energy. Yes. Honestly, yeah. everything is energy. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like um, some people just got to kind of step back and, 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 you know, see who they are and feel who they are and decide for who they are what they want to be. And it and really all the advice that I can give someone is that it starts with what you're passionate about, yes. because if you don't do what you're passionate about, you're going to end up quitting whatever you end up doing. Yeah. So um, you're going to be unhappy. You don't want to be unhappy. You know, life is short. Absolutely. So, um, what about the pressure that comes with the success? So how, how are you dealing, how are you dealing with that? Cause I know it's like probably lots of sleepless nights. You're freaking tired, but you know, you got to get this video done. Yeah. Um, choosing friends very wisely yeah you know because with success comes a little bit of you know who's really there for me and who's not who really cares about me yeah so how would you how would you um how would you explain that how do you deal with the pressure that comes along with this um well i feel like everyone deals with certain situations differently for me personally i like to be alone sometimes to just like take in and process situations and try to move a certain type of way you know, um, all of us, we've all made mistakes in our past and we're going to continue to make, we're going to continue to make mistakes. You don't want to, you know, regret anything, but you want to look back on your mistakes. You want to learn, um, on how you can move differently and just, I feel like most pressure comes from, like you said, the people that are around you, 
for example. Like, because if you're alone, you don't necessarily feel a lot of pressure. It's like, it's really oh, the anxiety that putting that the you, pressure on yourself. Right. And it's like, physically, it can be like the anxiety that being around certain people, certain groups, energies. or, you know, energies, going into like, I'm going to tell you, like, if I'm with my team and we go knock out a mission, then I'm going to feel a lot better than being with, you know, another group of people or a group of people that I don't necessarily know and knock out a certain mission is because not because of the mission or because of me, but it's because of the group of people that I'm around, how that affects me and my mental. Um, you know, I'm, you got to be comfortable. Um, you got to relax. You got to understand, you know, that not, not to take things too seriously. You know, you, you don't want to stress too much about something because then you can't get anything done at all. Because you you're know, just focused on that. You're so stressed. You stress on all the stuff that you got to do and you can't just knock out one thing at a time. You know, sometimes you have to take an L to, to move forward. For you sure. You know, like you maybe sometimes you get so stressed out that uh, about like, you know, taking an L or, you know, like, it's kind of like going to the dentist or like going to the doctor to get a shot or whatever. Like, uh, like it's, it's you, 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 once it's, it's like, it's the mental thing. You're like freaked you, out. Yeah, you're freaked out. Yeah. Like, or like, like the example from earlier, like, uh, talking to a girl, like you're freaked out about the actual situation, but in reality, um, it's, 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 not, that it's not that bad. And it's, 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 it's temporary. Yeah. It's, it's temporary. It's temporary. Okay. So, and like it, things, nothing lasts. Like, it's like I said, life is short. You just want to go for it. It's always worth it to go for it. Even if you don't, um, you know, get it, even if you get, um, shut down by that girl or if you get shut down by that job or even if you don't get the views that you want to get but you know you just got to keep moving forward you just got to keep absolutely. moving forward i always i love what you said everything you said absolutely amazing i agree with it and i love it um i think that we don't lose we learn you know what i mean it's like when in in the losing process it's like it sucks and whatever but it's like if you weren't if you weren't if you didn't learn anything you weren't paying attention right you know what I mean? Right. Um, what about how, what about when you guys do these videos and you bleed and get beat up and all that? Like, how do you go in doing that? Being like, cool, I might get knocked out. I might get shot. I might get stabbed. See, Let's do it. Like, how in like, the heck do you go forward is, with the that? The thing is with that, like, we we a lot, we get that question a lot. Like, you know, not everybody's going to go and do, like, real pranks like how we do. And we understand that with the things that we're doing, the reactions that we're getting sometimes is it's going to get crazy. And um, that just comes with that. If we're going to do that content, if we're going to be, you know, a part of that trend, like to do those certain things, like, I mean, it makes people laugh and um, you just can't be scared. Like you can't be scared to go up to someone and, and, and do these types of ideas, which like I'm saying, this is just for Especially us. Especially in do LA. It. I'm Don't sorry. Do that. Like Don't do it at home. LA Don't stuff, do none of this like, stuff at home. Kids. That's a little risky, honey. <laughs> no, it is. It definitely is. It definitely is. But Especially in this time. We, we I mean, like. People have to take a joke too sometimes, yeah. you know, like we're not, we're not physically going up to someone and touching anyone or doing anything like that. Like we're using play on words to, to, to prank people into like, um, you know, the double meanings. Like that's something that we came up with ourselves. You want to smoke? I just like hear you guys. Right. Like it's just a trend. It's a funny trend. It's a really funny trend. And a lot of people ask for different ideas and we just throw as many ideas out there as that we can when it comes to that, which we do have a lot of other ideas that we do, like fake employee pranks that we've done. We've done like fake uh, karate sensei, which that was crazy. Uh, I uh, like the one where you guys uh, were answering phone calls loudly. Yeah. And Octo's like, hello! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I can't. Man, I, I, I did it in the, I did one in the Apple store and this lady jumped so hard and I felt bad after. I was like, man, I hope, you know, I hope she's okay. Like, you know, because I screamed like right next to her. Like, and it's just funny. It was one of the OG ideas that uh, we did like years ago. And um, 
you know, and that really did well. It's just, you know, you never know what people, what's going to stick with people. Yeah. You know, we just put out as many ideas as we possibly can. Yeah. And um, just a part of our personalities that we aren't scared to do anything. So it just comes out like that, doing crazy stuff. You know what I'm saying? We do really whatever we, uh, well, whatever we feel that we think that would make people laugh and that people would like, like to watch. You know, I feel like yeah. it's, we've taken it upon ourselves as our job to do stuff that nobody else will do. Sure. We're top notch gang, top notch idiots. Hey, do you take uh, suggestions from fans ever? Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times I'll go through and I'll look uh, the ideas that people send us. Um, some of them are great ideas, and then I'll hit them back and like, uh, yeah, no. So I, I look at the, I look at our, our suggestions. We get a lot of DMs from, from Instagram, um, and we look at uh, our DMs like daily. So if you guys do want to reach out to us, hit us up on our Instagrams. My Instagram is aj.wolfie. Or Opto, and it's Opto, and we read all our DMs. If you guys have suggestions, hit us up, and we do, uh, you know, we take them into consideration. We have like a long list of just things that we're gonna like do, um, and we're pretty ahead on what we have. So, um, but if anybody has any ideas, let us know. But like that, that goes back to what I said about the fans' perspective of how they see us and what they want us to do. Like that's why um, I do take take their. To get yeah. Consideration. Because obviously you they're your fan. They're they are your viewers. Yeah. You know what I mean. So you have to you know take that into consideration. Yeah. For yeah, sure. Of course. Course. Awesome, awesome. Well, I really appreciate you being here. I'm yes. so happy. And from what I took away from this conversation is that everything is all mental. Have the courage to do it. Get out of your hometown. And if you have to, like, take a now, step back to get to your to where you see and you yeah, know and you, you have can't faith, be afraid to do that. Do it. Yes. Because it's gonna pay off. Yes. And like, you're 26 years old. Yes. Happy doing yes. what you love. Yes. You know, like, obviously the money is an additive plus whatever. But you also. Like, I feel what I took away from this. I mean, I don't, like, hang out with you guys a lot or whatever, but, I mean, you guys are like a family. Yeah, you know, absolutely. That's what I get from it. Yeah, we're like brothers. We're like brothers. You know, we, we love each other. You know, sometimes we argue, you of know, course. about content or about business or this or that, but at the end of the day, like, the love that we have for each other is stronger than whatever that we, we've we gotten ourselves into as far as the business or the content or whatever type of stressful situation. So we always go home. We remember that. And, um you know, um, it's all good. I, like we're we're just like family. I see, for example, Opto. I see his parents every like almost every day. You know what I'm saying? I see his family all the time. Like he sees mine. And uh, and you guys are still humble too. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And that's I know, but like not everybody. It, that's not how it works with everybody. You know what I mean? So yeah, I just want to let you know. I I, I acknowledge that, that and I yeah, see it, you. and that's awesome. Thank you. Um, also, I think you owe Northridge Mall like a bit. Like what? Oh. Like <laughs> man, well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you, man. Like look, this is the thing. This is why if I advise you to go to the mall if you need a job. It's because everybody in the area goes to the mall. Yeah. If I if I I knew it, it, like within a month of living in LA, if I wanted to meet everybody that I needed to know, I needed to go to the mall. That's because yeah. everybody goes to the mall, and I I worked at every single mall in this area to know the connection that I made. I made tons of connections, man. I like in music, for example. Like if I was to just mention a group that I work with, just sure. through working in the mall, is a group called the Aristocrats, um, and they they're super producers. One's a producer, one's an engineer. Is happy. Uh, my boy Happy and uh, Chaz. Happy actually right now is an A&R at uh, Empire, which at Amazing. the time that I met him, he was a producer. Um, he was producing Sierra Mirrors, Trevor Jackson. Um, uh, now they're producing like Tory Lanez. Nice. They're producing Kehlani. They're producing uh, tons of people. They're always on the charts. And I met them at the Topanga Mall because I managed another kiosk over there. And, uh, you know, at that time, I told them that I was a producer. I sold them some cologne and told them I was a producer. I had my speaker on me. I played them some beats. They invited me to the studio that night. And that night, I met Trevor Jackson. I met Sierra Ramirez. I met, I met, Sierra Mirrors. I met like all these people. Um, 
you know, uh, 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 Tina Davis over at Empire. And uh, Tina, she she's the one. She's like she's huge uh, manager. She actually uh, was she discovered Chris Brown. Tina okay. Davis. So, okay. yeah, they're they're huge. But like, uh, that's just one example. I've met tons of people and celebrities. And Kim Kardashian, Kim, even Kim. Kardashian oh, I, came, I saw Kim. And yeah. Kim. It's more like I, I on a random Tuesday, I met Kim Kardashian. She came up to our kiosk like or like I actually called her over. I was like, hi, Miss Kardashian. Like, you look gorgeous day. Like, uh, we have a huge election. She was with her daughter, like at the time she was from North. And uh, she was like, "What do you I got?" I her. I saw her with North as well. She's so nice. That's like crazy. I was very like, like, uh, like Shocked. I was surprised. I was surprised. I'm honestly surprised. Like I feel bad for saying that, but like I was honestly surprised. <laughs> I'm I'm thankful that she's that person, you know, because like she's huge. She's yeah, she's like one of the most famous star, people one of the biggest stars in the world. And I have yeah. huge respect for her and the things that she does off the camera, as far as like business, business wise. Uh, legally helping people, you know, uh, get their, get their, you know, helping people legally with their cases, doing, right. be- becoming a lawyer, helping people in need. Like she's an amazing person. At the time, I called her over, and I knew she wasn't gonna buy anything. She didn't want to buy anything. She's a billionaire. She's everything that we have. She has, but she came over and talked to me for 15, 20 minutes just to have a nice conversation. You know, like um, I met Kevin Hart too on the same tip, and I've met tons of celebrities in in all the different malls that I worked. I worked Sherman Oaks. Northridge, Topanga, everywhere, and um, because I just wanted to network with with as many heads as possible. Yeah. And you know, I just learned that being in LA, there's a lot of rabbit holes that you can go through, uh, like, and I mean a rabbit hole as in like dead ends that you're gonna that you may have to turn back, double back, and go do something else in order to get to that successful level that you want to be, and you have to go through all that in order to get to that angle. I've been through tons of different experiences that you know people don't know about. I could write, like, I could write a long book about all the different situations that I've been through in LA, uh, just in my perspective that have nothing to do with what I'm doing right now. Right. And I feel like, um, that's, that's significant because like, you could just never give up. You can never stop going because, uh, you know, I, I ended up here and I know that other people can too as well. Absolutely. Um, and I just want to say one more thing if I have the time. No, yeah, go for it. When I was in high school. Like I was the smallest kid on campus when I was in high school, smallest kid on campus. When I stepped on high school for the first time, my first high school, uh, uh, was it a uh, physical? Because I played football. I was four mm-hmm. feet 11 and I was like 80, 80, 90 pounds when I was in high school. And everybody, you know, there's this talk is five, 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 six, six foot, you know, on average kids are taller. You know, mm-hmm. obviously I didn't get any girls at that time. Girls don't look at the, the short kid. They don't want, but like I was always me though. I always had my personality. I hung out with the coolest kids. And confidence. Know? It has to do with your confidence. Yeah, I had the most fun. I played all the sports. I hung out with all the, you know, people. Um, all the cool kids. My best friend actually was the star of the basketball team. He, 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 we were actually we were like opposites. He's like six seven, and I'm like, and I was four foot tall at the time. And we were yeah, we was always together. It's my boy Brian. Um, but like we um, like and I I, I was you know I, I had fun in high school, but I didn't have the conventional time that that everybody else has. Like the the, the popular kid. And people may see me now as a YouTuber or whatever and think that you know I've always been like per se popular or whatever, but I, I I haven't. Like when I was in high school, I was the smallest kid. I used to get bullied. I used to get picked on. Um, I didn't get any girls until- How did you deal with the bullying? I, I mean, I, I just made people laugh. I made myself laugh and I made people laugh. And I, I didn't feed too much about it. I never took it too seriously because we're all just kids at the end of the day. Like I'm going, of course, sometimes it gets to me, but at the time I know who my friends are. I have my best friend with me. So I it had, truly didn't affect you? Like It did, it did. It, it for sure affected me. And like, but like I, it gave me- like, I didn't like that I was smaller than everyone, of course. Just and also, like, you can't control that. You yeah, can't control it, your height. Physical, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, physically, it's just my genes. It's just what, what it is. It's like, but like, you know, they hold that. They're kids. You know, people are going to make cruel. fun of you kids and stuff. Kids are very cruel. And, and I want someone that maybe watched this or listened to this, that may be going through something of themselves, whether it's them physically or just like um, any type of abuse or anything that may affect your mental, um, even though you have all these issues, 
or whatever, you can still achieve whatever that you want to achieve. Um, you know, there are ge- the there's there's tons of geniuses out there that have disorders. For example, Kanye West. You know, yeah, so and also Steve Madden, like uh, Steve, the, the, the Stu, he has ADHD. He he talked at like his documentary. I didn't know that. No, I didn't either. Um, his documentary is absolutely amazing, guys. It was on Netflix, I believe. I'm sure you could find it somewhere. But when he was talking about his journey, it was like it made me feel. It was so relatable. Like I felt the same way. Like I got. I talked so much in elementary school. They literally gave me my own desk and put me away from the whole class. Really? That's they you know did that to me. Do you know how no, 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 they did that feel? to me. I swear to God. Yeah, like, they, so they, they call it an island. Do you know how that feels? Yeah, like no. you, you know how that feels. It's like you're God. like. Thank well, you for what, reminding me. No, but like, what's wrong with me? You probably wanted to block yeah. that shit out. Um, I did. I, I, yeah, I, pretty much I did. You just yeah, brought me back. Yeah, like, honestly, oh your God. brain, your brain does um yeah. does block out things that are very traumatic for you because they yes. don't they don't want to revisit that. But let's revisit that. Third grade to like sixth grade. It was not fun. I was in an island, and kids like they sat in their rows, but like you like just like yeah, I talked so much because I wanted to make people like me. I wanted to make people laugh. It's and because the we're hated me. Do like, you know why? It's because we have so much to offer this world. That's how I feel. Like I was just like, I want to connect. I want to be friends. Let's yes. do this. Like fuck school. Like no, seriously. Like, yeah. I don't want to do school. Like let's hang out. Let's do stuff. Like that's nice. how not are you? Us. What are we doing? Like school isn't for people that like no, school isn't it's not. for the kids that it feels like a fucking prison. Yeah, like to me at least. Seriously, honestly, but like honestly. there are kids that are that are they're great at school that just like look at kids like us. Like what's wrong with you? I gotta do is homework. Cool, you but, have like, fun. You go like, be a teacher. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It's not for us, you know. And I feel like they should put more money and more effort and more more work on like the, the the school system should put more work on on understanding that the kids like like us content creators um, business owners you know we exist as children we're gonna be successful one day but we need I to understand we that our energy that. our energy like we may not just be like lazy we may not just be defiant or not wanting to do our homework or whatever we're just not passionate about these subjects history science math whatever like we we understand that this is what we got to do in order to get to the next level but that's it it's not something that that, that brings us joy and fulfillment in our lives as adults, right? Yeah. So it's like there are kids out there that exist and that feel that type of way, but don't know that they feel that way. Because they, they don't think know. That, they think that they think that they're wrong. They, they think, think that there's something wrong, wrong with, with them, them, right? Because that's what adults tell them, like you know. And it's not, it's not, it's not cool unless like unless you're really good at sports. And then it's like, oh well, you can just do sports, <laughs> right? Right. Unless you're, unless you're really, really good. I was good. my whole life. I, I yeah. had a scholarship yeah. in track my senior year. Uh, but that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, did, I did track. I was really good at track, but like I really wanted to do football. I just didn't have the size. But I, I did track, and I ended up going to state. And I got one scholarship to one school out of state. And I thought about pursuing it, but I knew I was like, I'm not going to go to the Olympics. So I might as well not even just go pursue that. I'm going to go to LA and see what happens. And it worked out. And it worked and out. And we're here. Yeah, so yeah. just take it away, guys, from this conversation. If you're told that you're too much or you're too this, you're too that, like, don't let that mess with your mind. Because those are other people's opinions and perspectives Mm -hmm. that they are putting that pressure on you to be somebody that you're not or you don't feel comfortable with and you're not happy. Like you have to find your passion. You have to find your love and that will give you purpose. And then everything else will follow after that. I promise you. I promise you. Think about this. Next time somebody (laughs) tells you something that affects what you, how you think, like something mean or something. Think about this. Think about how that person they're really feels about shit. you. They're going they're, they're, for one, they're going through shit, right? They, that's hurt a reflection people, of how people. they feel, right? And but on top of that, think about it. Like they, this yeah, person right. is telling you something negative about you. They don't, they don't care about you, right? They don't care about you at all. So if you think about that in a literal sense, it's like Why when they're you? when they're done, yeah, when they're done talking trash about you, Throw they're not going to think about it. Throw they're away. not going to think about it. So neither <laughs> should you. Right, like yep. you should take into perspective what your partner thinks, your 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 girlfriend, your lover, your, your boyfriend, family your family, your 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 husband, wife, your best friend. You know, people that actually care about you and love you. You surround yourself with that, and um, you know, and just 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 try to keep moving forward. Just Amen. try to keep moving forward. 
Amen. I think that's a great note to end on, guys. So again, AJ, can you please tell the listeners where to find you really quickly? Um, could you spell it out for our listeners as well? Yep. Just so. TNG Top Notch Gang, it's your boy Wolfie. You find us right now at Top Notch Idiots. Go to YouTube, Top Notch Idiots. That's T-O-P-N-O-T-C-H space I-D-I-O-T-S. Top Notch Idiots, Top Notch Gang. And find me on Instagram. That's at AJ.Wolfie, W-O-L-F-Y. Just hit me up. I, I check all my DMs. Um, yeah, let me know what you think about me. Yes, yes, yes. And you already know, I'm your host, Amanda Terry, but I do go by Makeup Mandy. And please, please follow our podcast because it is now an award-winning show. And we are only on our fourth episode. Congratulations, Uh, congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We won the National Social Media Awards last night, you guys. So, um, yes, please follow us on Instagram. It is at makeupyourmind underscore podcast. And that is spelled with U-R. And please, please support um, the YouTube channel. Give us some thumbs up. And I love you guys so much. So much and we'll see you next time. Yes, sir.